Welcome to the Get Fit with Masi podcast. If this is your first time here, my name is Masiel from GetFitWithMasi.com. I'm an online personal trainer and wellness educator who teaches hundreds of women how to get snatched, burn fat, and build muscle in all the right places. Today's podcast topic is the four ways to stay motivated consistently. If you're feeling what I'm sharing today in this episode, please share it with someone you think might find it helpful. Take a screenshot for your girl. If you love it, um, tag me. Let me know what you think. And if you can take three minutes, maybe less, two minutes, one minute to leave an honest review on iTunes so other people can find me as well. I'm Get Fit with Masi on all social media and that's spelled M-A-S-S-I. So if you're new here, please beware that I keep it all the way real, which means I may or may not drop some F-bombs and cuss here and there, and I tell it to you like it is because I want to see you win. So if you're listening to this episode today, I'm going to take an educated guess that you want to get back into shape and you just want to feel comfortable about your body. You've been through a couple weeks, months, or even years of yo-yo dieting being fit and healthy and maybe other times not so much. And so you've experienced a lot of back and forth and you're looking for a solution and you're tired of going through the shitty ass yo-yo cycle. And so when I start to dig deep to see what's getting in the way of so many women staying consistent, staying motivated, I realize that you know being consistent should be a top priority, but Uh, You feel like you've probably been struggling because you have a million things on your plate and then you end up losing motivation. So I'm going to give you four strategies today that you can use way before we get into 2019 because you you should start now. Don't wait for the new year to change your habits. So number one is developing a growth mindset. So I was listening to a podcast the other day by Dan Locke and he said, we become prisoners of our own self image. He shared a story about a friend of his who went traveling with him and every day his friend would wake up at six in the morning to run at the gym. And he's just like, bro, you are like on some other ish. And um, his friend responded to him and said, I'm a runner, so I run. And this might sound a little woo-woo to some of y'all, but his motivation came from his thoughts. They didn't come from like just because he's just like a motivated person or he's a fitness person. It's because he decided that he is a runner and so that's just what he does. And so we all act consistent with who we believe we are. And a person who goes on a diet or goes on a new workout plan or hires a trainer or does a challenge or whatever, but doesn't change her self-image will only lose the weight temporarily because in her head she's still a quote-unquote fat person she's still a person who's not confident she still can't see herself as the winner that she is and so so many women are stuck at the weight and body um, they're at currently and unhappy with because of their self-image and so we become trapped and we end up finding ways to avoid these feelings of what we actually think about ourselves which is really negative sometimes and we end up finding ways to numb and avoid with certain behaviors so certain things like overeating complaining gossiping deflecting oversleeping 
over consuming i could go on and on you guys get the point and so you use these strategies to basically distract you um so we hide um you know we put on clothes that are way too big for us uh and then you know it's like a cycle we put on our calendar that we're gonna go to the gym and then we say you know tomorrow is gonna be a new day um, or you think to yourself, you know, like, I need to find a consistent routine and say, like, this week is going to be different, but nothing actually changes. And we damper our own potential. And so this all, again, is due to the way we see ourselves and the way we see ourselves determines how far we'll go. So when I talk about the growth mindset, there's actually two mindsets. So there's a growth mindset and there's a fixed mindset. So one of the beliefs we have about ourselves has to do with how we view and inhabit what we consider to be our personality. So people who have a fixed mindset believe that you're either really good at something or you're not. And so like, and it's based on your inherent nature because it's just who you are. So for example, if you have a fixed mindset, you might look at me on Instagram and be like, well, she's good at fitness because it's just who she is. She's just fit. Maybe it's her genetics, whatever, right? <laughs> um, but that's not true. Um, and if you have a growth mindset, you believe honestly that anyone can be good at anything because your abilities, our abilities are entirely due to our actions. So having a fixed mindset is one of the most harmful, dangerous mindsets I come across from women who lack motivation and consistency. And although it sounds super basic, it's worth understanding and considering how and if it's affecting you because believing that your qualities are carved in stone aka the fixed mindset creates this urgency within your subconscious to prove yourself over and over so for example thinking you have a certain amount of intelligence or cap to your physical ability at the gym will actually cripple you to going to the gym and getting better. And so if you feel like perhaps you've been like self-sabotaging with your thoughts, you may wanna consider how you can start to develop a growth mindset right now. And so a growth mindset is gonna give you the grace to do new things, to be a new person. Because at, at the end of the day, here's the thing, you decide what kind of person you are going to be every single day. Who you are is not fixed. Every time you wake up in the morning, you get to decide who you're going to be, okay? And so when you say things like, I can't meal prep, I can't make time, I can't work out, I can't stay motivated, I can't stay consistent, here's the thing. There's a difference between I can't and I won't. So when you say something like you can't do something, you're right. Because whatever you think, that is what's going to happen. So if you're declaring that you're unable to do something, um, you we need to become self-aware and remember that what we say is super powerful. Um, so you're going, if you want to get results, you need to know where your weaknesses are. It's not about hiding your weaknesses. It is about illuminating them so that we can work on them. Because let me tell you something, that going on the keto diet or going on any other diet in 2019 is not going to fix your problem, okay? You're actually going on diets to avoid, um, you know, what you think about yourself. It's an avoidance mechanism. And, you know, and another thing that's an avoidance mechanism that I'm going to talk about on another podcast is all the cardio that we're doing. So you may be a cardio bunny and you're literally doing hours and hours of cardio every week. But I'm here to tell you, sis, and out of love, it's not working for you. So we need to stop. Okay. And so... 
Some of us, we stay where we are because we don't want to disturb our comfort zones, right? And like stepping into something new is so scary because we've probably failed so many times. Um, you know, we, we lose hope. And then instead of, of raising up the bar on like what we should do, we just lower our standards and then we accept the bare minimum from ourselves and then from others. And then we get frustrated. And so what I want you to think, and after reading or listening, cause I'm an audio book junkie to becoming by Michelle Obama, um, you know, like decide, who you're going to be, and then remember that you are constantly evolving. And so ask yourself, who do I have to become to produce the results that I want? Who do I have to become to be consistent? Who do I have to be to be motivated, right? And so one thing that sucked to me is how many of us try to change things in our lives, um, like our bodies, our weight, but when in reality, what we need to do is change our mindset into who we believe that we are because it's not fixed. And so when we believe in ourselves, we behave differently, we dress differently, we move differently, and we treat ourselves differently. And so transformation only happens once you've decided to confront the beast, right? Confront all that negative shit that you say to yourself that is not true. Um, And so it's important to learn that we're going to grow, we're going to change, and you need to develop this growth mindset if you want to be motivated and stay consistent. Okay, number two is all about changing your environment. So some of us are so used to being in negative environments that we honestly don't even realize how much they have stumped our growth. Um, so um, my pastor uh, from the Gathering Harlem, he he said, sometimes the problem isn't the seed or the water, sis, it's the environment. And let me tell you something, you are the seed. So the problem here is who you're letting reflect and unconsciously reaffirm all the negative things you think about yourself deep down. And sometimes we hold on to people and environments because we're so afraid to leave them behind. And and to be honest, I've experienced this myself and I want to remind you that again we need to change and grow to become successful in whatever endeavor that we are trying to be successful in and especially in fitness like there's no way that you're going to be successful with the same mindset and within the same environment so i want you to think about it as if like if you were afraid of leaving the first grade so you can't stay in elementary school just because it was amazing like at some point you are going to leave the first grade and go to the second grade and then eventually leave elementary school overall and then go to middle school right and so you have to learn what you need to learn and then you you move on okay and so some people stay with you right so if you're from a a, like a small city like i was i was in elementary school with a lot of the same kids but not everybody came with me to middle school or high school right and even college right so when i went to college i left everybody behind right i think i was the only i was the first out of like over like I think over 40 or 50 cousins um, on the Encarnacion side on my dad's side to actually you know go to college and that was something scary that was something new but I had to change my environment to become the woman I wanted to be I wanted to be an educated woman I wanted to get a bachelor's degree and it was scary but I couldn't take everybody with me right and so uh, I think one thing that as women we often do is we hold ourselves back right? We keep ourselves small for other people. And this is not a knock on anyone else, right? However, we have to always consider that to give back 
to help others, we have got to pull ourselves up first, right? And so by me going to college, by me putting myself in this uncomfortable situation where I was the only one like at this, at this college, um, one of the first in my family to do so, I had to do that, right? Because I, I couldn't hold myself back to, um, what I knew to what I seen to my old environment. Right. And so when you try to be a new person in an old environment, it can be really difficult. It's hard to, it's hard to stay healthy around a bunch of people who refuse to go to the gym, who refuse to meal prep. Right. And when I look back at what made me successful within my own fitness journey, I changed because my environment changed. So I had a spark. I wanted to do something. And then I would actively seek out other people who were on the same wave as me. And so that time that I saw results and I had my transformation, I remember I started going to a workout class that I loved. I started doing Zumba with Ana Garcia and Lynn. And I started going to a gym where um, I got my first job and I met Carla Lopez, who was um, the manager at the gym. And then we became friends and we started a boot camp. And then it was just like like a uh, snowball effect. So the more I went to the gym, the more confident I felt, the more positive I felt, the more people I met. And then it just started to spread. And so sometimes people have this idea of who you are in their head. Right. And even that's another thing that's hard to let go is one who you think you are and then two who other people think you are because i remember when i started going to the gym and having my transformation people who used to know me would say like oh i remember when you were trying to go to the gym with me and like you never even wanted to go and you never liked to do this and it's just like yeah i'm a new person thank you for reminding me of where i used to be but sis i ain't there no more okay so um this limits you right and so we have to work on the internal right like what we think about ourselves and then the external in terms of our environments and the people who want to keep you where you are and i think it's it's normal it's human nature it's you know we like to have consistency with people with things with places but it's important that you don't let anybody box you in like i mean we already have to start our own battle because that's why it's number one in terms of growth mindset so we don't want you or i don't want you to stay in an, an environment where you're small and you're not able to shine and to be the best version of yourself. And so again, who you were in the first grade is not the same person you are in middle school or in high school or in college or even now as an adult, right? You are a different human being. I mean, at your core, you're the same person, but you've evolved, you've changed, you've grown, you've gone through different experiences. And so we have to let the seed grow, evolve and change to see what plant it's supposed to be right don't let people box you in um and 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 what happens is a lot of times we stay in places and we don't realize that we're not growing and it has nothing to do with us so it doesn't have to do with lack of motivation which i think a lot of people think oh i'm not consistent because i lack motivation no you're not consistent because your job sucks and you're stressed out every day or because your partner doesn't you know support you or because everyone around you eats like shit and no one wants to get healthy. And so you stay in these routines that are not good for you. Um, and you think something is wrong with me. But again, like Pastor K said, sometimes the problem isn't the seed or the water. It's the environment. So if you plant a seed in a dark ass room with no sunlight, no water, no fertilizer, there's not much that's going to happen. Right. However, if you put the if you put yourself in the right environment with the right support, with the right mindset, you can flourish more than you ever thought okay so number three 
is accepting accountability. And I say accepting because a lot of women do not accept accountability due to fear. And there's a few different kinds of fear. So the fear of disappointing someone, the fear of failure, the fear of trusting someone else to hold you accountable, the fear of being let down or hurt, um, and then the fear of letting someone see us as human. So I want you to think about how you can start building your circle of accountability. And so accountability comes in a lot of different forms. So I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. So sometimes we're afraid to be held accountable. And this holds us back because when we disappoint ourselves, we feel bad. But it's like, whatever. Nobody really knows. Nobody knew that I was trying to lose 20 pounds or 10 pounds or 15 pounds. So it doesn't matter if I don't get to the goal because nobody knows. Um, you know, and you say tomorrow and the next day I'll do it. Right. And like, here's the thing. The fear of failure is holding you back. The fear of letting people in and all these things are literally stopping you from like from fulfilling what you're supposed to be doing, your goals, what you said that you wanted. Okay. And so my question to you is, I know that we have this fear of being held accountable um, and, and it can be for a lot of different reasons. And I just want you to I want to confront you on these things because there is there is nothing wrong with getting help. And if it, and I actually record a podcast about um the superwoman syndrome, especially for women of color. So you should definitely check that out. Um, but you know, we, we have this perceived thought that we're just supposed to figure everything out and we're supposed to be the strong ones. But listen, sis, there's nothing wrong with getting assistance. There's nothing wrong with having accountability. Like I mentioned before, when I had my most success, I think I had the most people around me who were doing the same thing, who were supporting me, who were uplifting me. Um, and there's nothing, there's nothing bad about getting support it doesn't mean that you're weak it doesn't mean that you can't figure it out by yourself it just means that like getting accountability is actually going to expedite your process instead of you going in circles for months and years okay and so what's so bad about getting support right and about being encouraged and about understanding who you are and knowing what you need and asking for it that's actually being intelligent and having emotional intelligence um and maturity about who you are Right. And so there's different levels of accountability. Um, and I think once we get to to the point of understanding, like what it is that we're afraid of. So like I mentioned, a few different type of fears. There's, all, there's also like the fear of people seeing us as a human. Right. People seeing you weak and not knowing something. That's also a fear. Um, and, you know, or maybe having that level of trust to work with a coach. Right. I tell my coach stuff that I don't tell nobody. Right. And, and I think, again, that's a scary thing. So. I want you to, again, like, don't just listen to my podcast and then just like go about your day. Like, I really want you to reflect on what are the things that are holding you back. And so, like I said, there are a few levels to accountability. And so the first level of accountability is just like an accountability buddy, accountability partner. So you got to find someone that has, that shares like similar interests to you. So if you like to go running, find someone who likes to run. If you like to go lifting, find people who like to lift. And here's the thing. You find people who like to do those things by being in those places. So when you go to the gym and you go to the classes, you start meeting people who have those same interests, right? Um, the same way as if you were like, let's say you're an alcoholic 
and you're trying to stop drinking. But everybody around you drinks every night and goes to the bar. Like if you go to the bar, you're going to end up drinking. So what you need to do is find another way to, um, to have fun in a different environment with people who are not doing that. And so, you know, it works the same way in reverse. If you are trying to be fit, if you want to be healthy, you got to put yourself in the places where these people are at. Okay. Um, and, and it honestly, because when you're doing stuff by yourself, you'll skip four days in a row and think you're good. Okay, you'll rationalize things like my knee hurts, somebody's birthday, I got a head cold, it's Monday, right? So if you don't have accountability, you can literally lie to yourself and be like, yeah, I totally ate healthy, I totally went to the gym and did all these things. Um, And when you have that accountability, like you literally can't lie because they're gonna be like, girl, you haven't been to the gym for two weeks because I've been calling you and you don't show up, right? (laughs) So, and what you also want to remember is when you get an accountability buddy, you want to make sure that this person is not like super far along more than you. And this is where a lot of people go wrong. Like they'll get an accountability partner, but either the person is way too advanced. So they're more like your trainer, which is a whole other podcast for a whole other day. People who are not qualified to train you, but whatever. And, or this person is less qualified or just like they're, um, they're more on like a beginner level, maybe you're intermediate. So like, you really want to think about where are you? Are you a beginner? Are you intermediate? Are you advanced? What do you like to do? And then you need to find someone who's on your same level. So again, back to my example about Carla me and Carla so she was the manager of the gym she gave me my first job and it was funny because she actually loved to run and I always deep down wanted to be a runner and I still want to be a runner but I just don't got time for that um and like she also used to lift though and I used to lift too but we had two separate trainers so when we would get together we would do like all different type of workouts we would try cycling workouts we would do Zumba together we would do boot camps so it was cool because her and I were at a very similar fitness level. So it never felt like she was more advanced or I was more advanced, but because we were at the same level, we could actually share with each other. And that's what I want for you. I want you to find people who are at your level. So if you're intermediate, don't go to a beginner because that's just gonna frustrate you. And if you're a beginner, don't work out with someone who's intermediate because that's just gonna make you feel bad. So you need to work out with someone or try these things with someone who you know is on your same level, okay? Um, Because a lot of the times when you're motivated, you'll realize that it's because you are around a community, like that shit rubs off. Those vibes, that energy, again, sounds real woo-woo, but it's the truth, it rubs off. And so a lot of times what you're really missing in terms of motivation and staying motivated consistently is that community. Um, And getting those people who are like motivated to work out as you are, Um, because you know working out alone also isn't that fun (laughs) okay so the second level of accountability would be let's say you're doing this you're going to the gym with people or maybe you just can't find the person and you just need to get these results is getting yourself a coach or a trainer so um i i mentioned earlier about um like working out with someone who's a little bit more advanced than you but not a trainer because it used to happen to me where i was getting my certification and then I would go to the gym with someone who wasn't like intermediate. So I would call, I would call myself at during that time, like intermediate and I would go to the gym with beginners, but I would spend so much time explaining stuff to them that it would be hard for me to get my workout. And that's when I was like, you know what? I should just be a trainer so that I could get paid for this. Um, and so I think it's important to realize that what a trainer can do or a coach is offer you the fast track version of what you're trying to do with your, you know, by yourself or with someone who's on your same level. Okay. And so sometimes we skip steps, um, 
and we end up reversing our chances on getting consistent, getting motivated, losing weight, right? Getting toned, getting abs, getting a, you know, a nice booty because we're trying to figure it out on our own and putting things together. But you have to remember like people are professionals for a reason. And so the whole reason we hire professionals is to get us to our destination faster. Okay. Faster than you like just wasting time at the gym. Um, and so a lot of times people try to do it by themselves, but it could be super unsustainable and super crazy. So you don't actually develop um, like the right eating plan or the right, the right workout plan because you don't actually know what you're doing. OK, and so that's why I say accountability is important. And for me, like everything I talk about on my podcast, on my Instagram, on my blog, it are things that I have done myself. OK, so. I was able to see success because I had the right mindset. I was like, I'm going to get to this fucking goal no matter what. Okay. Nobody's going to stop me. Number two, I had the accountability by my environment, but, but also like I invested in myself. I literally had like three coaches. I was like, okay, next. Cause you know, I, I was looking for the right person. And until I found that person, I just kept trying. Right. I didn't give up on myself. I didn't say oh, I'm a failure because this didn't work with this person. I was like, no, they were, they weren't the right fit for me. And that's it. They're a good person, but not the right fit. And then I moved on until I found the right fit. And then I was able to finally create like sustainability in a routine that till this day five years later um i'm able to sustain okay so numero tres i mean no mentira this is number four um number four is community so it's actually an extension of what i talked about earlier so here we go action elicits change um so a lot of us, we haven't found the right community. And a community is a little bit different from accountability partner or a coach because I think that a community is just like a larger force, right? They might not be people who are checking in on you 24 seven. However, they are the people who are living that lifestyle. And so a lot of times I think with social media, we've been able to create communities by like being on Instagram or like, you know, going to events, meeting people online. And that's awesome. Um, and I think a lot of the time we have to think about what we're investing our energy in. Okay. Because our investments are not just monetary. They're also energy exchanges, right? At all times. And so when I talk about having your mindset blocked or having a fixed mindset, a lot of times that has to do with the energy that we're allowing in terms of our environment, things like that. And I think it's important that we build community. So if we don't have it, we build it by speaking positive about our body and about going to the gym and about eating healthy. And, um, you know, remembering that, you know, the energy that you're feeding yourself has nothing to do with food. Um, a lot of the times it's like the stuff you're watching, the stuff that you're listening to, you know, the podcasts, the books, the places that you're going, because you, you end up like the people you're around. Like they say that you're the average of the five people you're around. And I, I believe that that's true. And you become a direct reflection of that. Okay. And there's this saying in, in, um, Dominican culture that goes el que anda con cojo termina cojeando and basically it's like you know you're again you're the reflection of the people that you're with um and so we mirror others because we are social beings we we thrive in community okay and so um what my question to you all is you know how long are you willing to feel uncomfortable 
and truthfully unhappy with how you look, with how you feel, um, with the things that you're feeding yourself, the places that you are um, before you change, right? Do we really need to wait until 2019 to change our lives, to change our environments, to develop and understand the concepts that we need to um, build and develop and nurture the habits, okay? So we shouldn't be afraid to be in environments where we're challenged. Um, we shouldn't be afraid to be accountable because in our minds, you know, we want to left, we want to let ourselves off the hook, but we need to remember that, you know, all these things work for your good. Okay. All these things are going to work for your good. So to recap, the four ways to stay motivated consistently. Number one is developing a growth mindset. Number two is changing your environment. Number three is accepting accountability. Number four is community. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast and sharing your most viable possession, which is your time. Again, if you learned anything new, feel motivated (laughs) or this resonated with you or you think it was valuable please share it with one of your friends or post it on your social media tag me i would love to see everyone who's watching and i hope that this helped you guys see you soon bye